Hey guys, welcome back to Working Comic Podcast. Austin Nasso here. Uh, this is a very special clip. I had the interesting opportunity to uh, drive Rob Schneider home on Wednesday when he just randomly came to Laughs Comedy Club to practice. So this is like a pretty short little mini episode, but I hope you guys enjoy it. guys uh welcome back to working comic podcast uh this, this is, is real working real working um it's a special very short uh clip with uh rob schneider yeah dude this is very working it's a working class comic we were just doing an open mic uh, yeah at uh giggles it used to be giggles used to be jiggles and now it's what is it called laughs comedy club now it's laughs comedy club in u district that's that's got a, it's got a good history that club. So wait, this has was, the feeling like somebody was murdered in it. That's always a good club. There really is that eerie feeling, like <laughs> some stripper got her head, you know, scratched by another stripper. Or, <laughs> you see, I was being politically correct there. I was going to say some stripper got her head bashed in and had that feeling. But then I, you know, just from performing tonight and overly sensitive people potentially listening to that you see how it's fucking that's the worst form of censorship is self-censorship scratched in the head I, I literally fucking said don't say stripper got her head bashed in it's a fucking you know it was a joke but like that's how you know that's where the censorship is the most fucking crazy yeah that's brutal. most dangerous self-censorship is this the first time you were at uh, Laughs Comedy Club yeah I mean I, I worked in uh, Seattle was the place for me when I was in the mid 80s you know early 80s was because it was a great place to, like Swanee's underground Swanee's underground was the shit so you know, is that comedy underground is yeah. it the same place it was called Swanee's comedy underground I think it was called and I'm not sure if it's the same place but I think I walked by it today but that was the first place that I performed where I murdered the whole week as a middle act and I said oh I'm definitely gonna make it now and I wasn't sure up until then how, how old were you then when you were doing uh, that 20 Really? Yeah. So, wait, did you start out here? No, I just went up here because there was a comedy club up here. When did I was you... In, I, was in my, I could have been 21, maybe. I, when did you first start doing comedy? Uh, well, I started doing it 16 and then 17, but then full-time as far as uh, 19. Like I Really? Just, I never looked back. Yeah. 16, 17. Yeah, like I, but when I was 16, I did it like five times. When I was 17, I did it maybe... 30. Okay. So you got really into it when you're like 19. Yeah, but I mean, I knew I wanted to do it. It was just hard to get, you know, you know, I was working and I had like 12 jobs and literally in 1982, I had 12 jobs. Uh, That was like a huge boom. That was like the major. Yeah, but like Jerry Seinfeld said, in 1975, there were 40 comedians and eight of them were good. In 1985, (laughs) There were 4,000 comedians, and eight of them were good. So, you know. Only eight of them were good. Exactly. Yeah, so that was a, um, that's the truth. So you got to fucking work it, you know. And, I, and you have to have the, uh, I will say this. There's never been as good of comedians now at their peak pretty much at the same time as there is right now. Really? There was always George Carlin and Richard Pryor, but Richard Pryor was just, you know, he was 10 years and out, really, to be honest. That was it. And, really? like, Carlin was there forever. It was great, but there was never, like, a 
a Chris Rock, a Dave Chappelle, a Louis C.K., a Bill Burr, you know, a Brian Regan, and like, you know, a I mean, Rob these Schneider. guys are, well, thank you. So <laughs> I, I think, so that's, that's a unique thing. And, I, you know, and, and, you know, Norm MacDonald, Adam Sandler, you know, these guys are great. And um, so, you know, Sandler's doing stand-up again. His new comedy special, which I'm in, is a fucking ridiculous thing. Really? It's, it's great. Yeah, it's really awesome. When, when was the last time he released a, like a comedy album before this? God, it's been 20 years. You know? Oh my God. But no, this isn't an album. It's a special for Netflix and it's it's monster. He spent two and a half years on it and it shows. And he works hard. I mean, honestly, he works the hardest guy working guy I've ever seen in my life. My friends would see him playing basketball at UCLA. That's my extent. He did. Of he just him couldn't. In real he, life. he couldn't go to this a charity basketball game, so he made me go. Really? Yeah, well, asking me to go is making me go, hey, buddy, can you go down there? And so I ended up having to do this thing, but it was, it was a pleasure. I was working with the, it was for, um, and, and it wasn't even like normal basketball. It was for, it was basketball in a wheelchair. That's what I did recently. Wow. That yeah, sounds was, hard. Yes. It, it does weird. sound harder. Especially honestly. if you suck at basketball to begin with. Yeah. And then they take your legs away and then, you know, that's was me. I'm not good at basketball. So then uh, in a chair, it was more difficult. But some of these guys were killer. They were just, you know. Really? Just players. like amazing wheelchair basketball players? Yeah. Like anything, you know. There's always going to be a few great. I'm sure there's a lot of them who would suck at it. But uh, these guys, there's a couple of guys who are ringers. Wow. But anyway, yeah, his special is fantastic. So I think it's a unique time. Uh, you know, I don't know. Everybody else. I, I have to be careful about. Uh, that's one of the things I want to fucking talk about. Everybody, you got to be careful about like, because uh, everybody wants to think of their own time as something really special, and it isn't necessarily so. So true. But I feel like there's something to ours actually being. It is the most advanced. Like, well, it is. Maybe well, not in terms now, of but talent, it, but, but maybe not, in terms of like technology. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not going to be in the future. It won't be. It'll be just like old shit. Yeah. But like you know, that's the thing interesting about philosophy and. You know the Greeks. You know the Greeks. You know Plato thought you should go to school till you're 50, um, and because why? Because he had slaves doing everything. That's where they were able to, you know, have the time to think and write and, I know. and, and come That's up so with interesting. Uh, interesting philosophy. They didn't they work. Had slaves doing everything, everything. And so when they invented democracy, I seriously don't think they invented democracy for everybody. Who has time because to invent who, democracy? Who? Yeah, exactly. Who would, I mean, they, the, democracy was for the Greeks and only the Greeks. They didn't even have to mention it because it was so obvious. Not for their slaves because, you know, who's going to do the shit work? Somebody's got to do the shit work. That is that is interesting. Like, these 35-year-old men were, like, coming up with, like, calculus and, like, analytical geometry and, like, absurd, like, uh, academic innovations. Because but because they had, they had slaves. They had slaves doing everything. They literally had slaves. They didn't mean democracy for everybody. Because, you know, who's going to do this? Somebody's got to do this shit work. Um, what? Okay, this is kind of a random change in topic, yes. but um, just thematically for this. What kind of uh, advice would you give, you know, comics that are, you know, maybe a few years in, starting out? Just whatever. Just get five on. minutes. Uh, uh, just get five minutes that murders anywhere, every time. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. Stop working about, uh, on other. If it doesn't, if it just does good, but doesn't kill, get rid of it. 
and then you got to just start and build from that five minutes. That's your fucking. Think of that five minutes as your um, beachhead and your army. You know that you got to get in there, and uh, and and then um, you know if you have a good bit, don't give up on it just because it's politically insensitive. Like what happened to me tonight with someone who's who felt uh, you know like. I wasn't being inclusive or I was like excluding people. Find a way to get into it. And I'm going to find a way to get into it in a more You really heard way. them out, though. I mean, I think that was really cool. Like, even though, like, sure, like, it didn't align with what they thought was, like, app- like appropriate or whatever, you did the right thing because you heard them out and you got, you still got the feedback and you weren't scared to do the bit. You're like... You have to, you got to have a place to fail. You have to try shit. But do stuff that, like, here's a big thing for young comics. If someone, even if it's funny, even if you get a laugh at it, if someone else is touching on that same subject, get rid of it. Look for your own material in a, like, talk about stuff that nobody else could do. Like, because I, you know, when I was starting, there was a comedy boom back in the early 80s. It was a big boom. And, uh, you know, there'd be, just like right now, there's 30 comics tonight here in Seattle at that Laugh Club. What it was called? Laughs, yeah. Laughs. There's an original. Nice comedy club. Come on down. We'll give you 30 seconds. Each comedian. Five seconds. Um, if someone else is talking about it, the same subject, this is it here. Yeah. So then get, dump it. Like I and, and only talk about stuff that they no one else can step on. Because like I, I you know, my mom's Filipino. There was no one talking about their mother being Filipino. There was no Filipino comics. So I was like, okay. You're half Filipino. If I talk about that, I'm in. You know? Yeah, my dad was an albino. My mom's Filipino, so that's why I get my interesting uh, physical um, skills to play basketball. <laughs> but anyway, so here's my, my point is, like, but nobody could talk about that. Nobody could talk about the car, my, the car that I drove, which had, you know, an exhaust leak. And, and so I literally stick my head out of the car and I was driving. Not joking. I swear to God. And, like, uh, so you talk about that, your girlfriend, your uh, stuff that, you know, your apartment... Stuff that's specifically you. Don't look for, you know, material out there. It's got to be... The more spe- specific it is to you, the better. Because that way it's original. No one else can do that shit. Because it's you. And that's important. That's true. You know? And, and just get... And just and don't worry too much about, like, uh, positioning yourself in the business. If you're a young comic... If you're young, don't wait forever to move to Hollywood. Like, I would wait, if I was you, have 20 monster minutes. Monster. That's all you need to become a star in L.A. Jay Leno told me that. You know, I need 20 minutes to become a star in L.A. Let's give me that much time again. I got two hours. Who wants to hear two hours of the calendar? All I need is 20 minutes to become a star. Just get 20 minutes. It's Chris, Chris Rock, David Spade, Adam Sandler, me. We never had more than, like, when we were, when we were in our early 20s, never had more than 20 monster minutes, but that was enough. We all became stars. But get that. We had that. We had a killer, maybe 25. And then if we had the headline, which we did take for the money, we would disappoint the audience. But we had a monster 25. You can't fuck with that. You know, we had killers. But, um, yeah, and it just, you know, stay in your home on town and kill. And don't stay forever because that, that, you know, those are the guys who never leave, never make it. But, like, get that 20, that monster 20. That's your get. But before you get that, get that five that kills. And it's got to kill every time, everywhere. That's true. Get that monster because the timing and everything take some words out write it all out most comedians are so lazy because they have mental problems most comedians 
well, all of us, but like, but the <laughs> ones who are dysfunctionally, who have dysfunctional problems, they really cannot, you know, the, the if you, you're, they're never going to make it. You have to be functional. You have to be, uh, you have to have discipline. You got to write out all the shit. I mean, if I'm trying new shit, they got to be doing it. You know, you got to do it. Sweet. Yeah, you killed it tonight. Yeah, it felt pretty good. All right, thanks, Rob. young man. You do great, and good luck with all your your shite. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into Working Comic Podcast. There's a new episode every week where I interview writers, directors, comedians, producers, any kind of creative thing you can think of, and also the business side of things. So club owners, agents, managers, festival runners, all that stuff. So tune in every week. And uh, also follow me on social media at the Austin Nasso on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also catch me on YouTube with Chabros, C-H-A-A, Bros, one word. Uh, we have some funny videos up, so check it out. Thanks, guys.